all right three two one welcome back to the nvh podcast episode i think it's 14 we have 14 14 14. (laughs) uh we have a really exciting guest today um dragon aka also known as the 97 yeah uh, thanks for having me guys yeah yeah no problem man it's uh it's exciting when you reached out and and we kind of saw it i showed ernesto we're really excited to have you we haven't really had anybody um you know in your industry or doing the things that you're doing or have done uh come on here so i think it's really really cool we'll get into a cool conversation about it um but maybe just give some you know uh some background on yourself what you do uh, and we'll kind of go from there okay yeah uh, my name is dragon i'm a 22 year old photographer slash creative director from toronto canada And uh, I focus on photography, creative direction for artists. Um, I just stepped into music video direction recently. So I've just been all over the place creatively. And yeah, that's about what I've been focusing on for the last three to four years. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think you're downplaying it because you've done some really, really, really (laughs) dope work, man. I mean, which I mean, we'll we'll get into obviously. But um, maybe give us an idea of the story and sort of how you got into it. Were you always yeah, into you photography? Yeah, like yeah. what you were doing before or if you've always been doing it? Yeah, it's 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 actually an interesting story. I, I've, I've told it many times, but I like telling it again yeah, because, um, well, at 16, it all started, it's all connected to soccer, actually. So uh, at it. 16, I moved to Italy to play uh, professional soccer. Well, semi-professional, I was in an academy okay. in Genoa. Amazing. And uh, I was playing there for about five months. So I just finished off a season there and I uh, came back home and I was playing at home for the fun and I got injured in my ACL. So in the off season, like I was told not to play uh, yeah. for the fun because that could happen. Of People course. could injure you. And uh, I tore my ACL and I was young and I didn't know how bad that injury was going to be. Sure. It's like I didn't know how bad that is to your career and soccer and everything. So... I went and got it fixed the okay. two months later, but I came back too early and it just never fixed. Yeah. So at the time I had to decide, was I going to go back to Italy or was I going to go do something else? Because that was grade 12. So everyone was going to college and yeah, university was starting and everyone was applying and I was kind of lost. So my good friend, his name's Tyrus, he was studying photography at the time and he said, do you want to model for me? And I said, yeah, sure, because he needed to build his portfolio up and whatnot. And I, I, I saw what he was doing and I liked it a lot. Like I fell in love with photography and he showed me a couple guys. Some of the first guys he showed me was Visionelli. Visionelli yeah. he's huge. Yeah, of course. He's, yeah, yeah. he's toured with The Weeknd, Selena Gomez. And instantly I fell in love once I saw his page. So I wanted to do that. And then I kind of started doing that in my downtime when I was injured with my knee. So while I was waiting to get ACL surgery, I um, started doing photography and um one of my friends, Stephanie, gave me his point-and-shoot camera because I didn't have a camera at the time. So I started doing it with that, and then my knee never fixed, and I ended up just pursuing photography. So that's kind of the starting point. Yeah, yeah, okay. So yeah. You come from a soccer background too, Neil. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> love both, both of us do. Both of us do <laughs> oh, as well. So like, yeah, that's it's amazing. unreal. That's dope that's amazing. in Italy as well. I mean, that must have been an experience. But that's, that's cool that you had to kind of – I mean, it's, it's, it's very sad that the injury happened, but you had to kind of adapt – and yes. find something new for yourself, right? Yes. And, and that's a hard time for people. Like you said, you were grade 12, right? Yeah. So that's usually the time everyone's stressing out. They're exactly. like, what am I going to do with my life? You exactly. So it was good that you found that. And, and Visionelle was kind of like a, a mentor for you in, in yeah, a safe, Yeah, huge, right? huge. So big shout out. Big yeah, shout yeah, out, big right? shout um, out to Ali. So I kind of want to get into more when you started it, when you started going with it and, and find this, found this passion that you loved, right? 
what were what were you thinking at the time were you trying to go all in were you trying to build it up slowly were, were you trying to look for a team of, of people to help you um well when i started out i was kind of lost i was doing landscape i was taking pictures of buildings so that was a big trend back in i'd say 2016 yeah 2017. all the toronto like skyline Top shots stuff like that. Yeah, yeah so i didn't do that a lot of that but i kind of started doing landscape stuff but i didn't like it i was doing buildings and it was it's not that it was easy to me because i wasn't good at mm -hmm. doing that but i knew i wanted to focus on music because i have a passion for the music and oh. at the time 2016 2017 Toronto was on a big come up for hip-hop yes so we had Roy woods safe um come down them little so many people i could name that it was just inspiring me to listen to that music i'm like i want to somehow since i wasn't making music i wanted <laughs> yeah. to be involved somehow in the music industry so one of the first guys that um reached out to me was a production company called kid studio so yeah familiar with yeah, them. yeah they're yeah. famous for doing the weekends videos um yes, they did yes. the mind they do a lot of stuff they did big sean i think yes big sean yeah, yeah. one of his videos so they reached out to me um actually i reached out to them so i reached out to the director Callisto, and i said hey if you ever need bts i'm down to do it and he gave me a shot and that's when i did my first music video Amazing. So, wow. yeah, that's how I started in the music industry. So you kind of just took the step to reach out and say, okay, I'm going to put myself out there and, and yes, offer 100%. my services and offer my value. Yeah it's, yeah, it's a hard thing to do. Why yeah. I'm saying it is it's a lot of people past that and they're just like, I don't have, I don't, I don't think I should reach out. I don't know if I'm ready for this. I don't know. You just went and did it. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And, and which is a huge point, right? Yeah. Um. So, okay. So from there, you kind of had, I guess, your big break. Was that your first big break? 100%. Yeah, that, yeah. Was the, that was the biggest moment, yeah. So, so they fell in love with the content, I'm guessing. Yeah. And then they're kind of just like, you're with us now. Yeah, yeah. So that, that video is actually for one of my closest clients and friends now, which is Roy Woods. And that was for him, and that's when I met him too. So that moment was huge. That was my me. question because I know that he was kind of like, or or he, yeah, he's your biggest client. So you the majority of your work for him. So yeah, I want to know how that manifested, and how you kind of brought that that to life. Yeah. Right? So back to what Ernesto was saying about um, how how you reach out first and make that first move. I did that again on the set of that video. So amazing. He was on set, and I thought, why not make a connection with him since I may never see him again. Yeah. Sure. So I pulled him aside, and when we when they were done shooting the video, I said, Hey, can I take a few shots of you? And he said, Yeah, that's fine. And then I sent them to his management. They loved it, and ever since then, we've been very tight and that's close. Crazy. Wow. That's crazy. That's wow. crazy. Congrats, so, man. That's a huge thing, yeah, though. Not, yeah. There's not a lot of people, and I think especially a lot of creatives, you know, they're kind of scared to take that step. Just be yeah. like, hey, let me put myself out there, right? Yeah. It's easier to, like, put your work out there than to put yourself out there, I feel 100%. like. 100%. And I think that's a big thing. So that's huge, man. I think a lot of creatives should really learn from that and just put yourself out there, not only on a content level, but on a level of just, like, speaking to people, yeah. right? Because yeah. that will always speak louder no matter what. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's dope. And then, okay, so maybe from there now you have Roy Wood's attention. Yeah. So what's the next move from there? Um, so we started working together and then he connected me with a lot of people, but I was still doing the same thing where I'd reach out to people and I wanted to work with them. I did that for all my artists. So it is it, but sorry to cut you off. Is it all free at this point? You're doing all this yes, stuff for free? Yes. Wow. That, that's Huge. what I wanted to yeah. get into Huge. because yeah. that's how you start. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I'd love to go into that, but yeah, yeah I, I would reach out to people and, I was just hungry. I was DMing people. I'm like, hey, like, I want to do this. I, I don't care about the money. I just want to do it. I want to I wanna work. And everyone was down because everyone was coming up. So I was lucky enough to start this creative stuff when a lot of people were coming up. Yeah. Perfect time. So, yeah. It's perfect exactly. time. But, yeah, going into it, a lot of the, the work you're doing is, is comp to work. It's free work. Yeah. Right? And, and that's tough to kind of 
take on sometimes yeah right? especially because you have life you have exactly work, you, have, you have to pay your bills you have everything exactly right? but, so a lot of creatives don't really understand that today right? yeah they, they, they go into it and they're like they're already expecting that big paycheck exactly. on their first on their first day exactly. right and they want they want it again and again and again. exactly and you said it yourself maybe for years you were doing it where you're just trying to impress them and show your value exactly so you would go in there and do it for free right Which exactly obviously worked for you exactly right? so that's something we talk about a lot here and i think proving yourself as a creative before you go into it and say okay i want this money or i want this contract or i want this right you kind of got to go in there and prove it like we're in the same position we have to prove our work all the time right so i guess my next question is you were probably catching momentum now when you started mm -hmm. meeting all these people right so yeah. how did that how did that relate to your online presence were you posting all the time yeah were you posting your work all the time so people could see it yeah i was i was uh definitely when you're coming up i was posting a lot of content because I wanted to get seen. So I was getting, I wanted them to tag me too for the yeah, exposure. Of course, uh, of when course. you're coming up, that's how you build to getting the money yeah. because that's how you build to paid gigs. You show your work and then you show that you have some kind of resume to get paid money. Of course. But it starts with that grind. You have to put in the work to. Yeah, man. Like, yeah. So that's basically Instagram how Instagram is almost like your resume at that yeah, point. 100%. Right? Yeah. So, and that's how important that. it is, right? It's like. You do a shoot. If you don't post about it, it's almost like you didn't do it. Exactly. People won't know. Exactly. Right? So that's that's very important. I mean, we talk about that all the time here. We're all about marketing and, and social media. So um, it's great that you've you've actually done these steps, right? Yeah. Um, one, one thing I'm curious about is you were saying, you know, you'd be posting in hopes that these artists would, you know, tag you for that yeah. exposure. So, yeah. like, you know, I'm sure you probably had moments where you never got a tag at all. Oh, yeah. But, you know, the moments that you did get a tag, you know, was that you reaching out and saying, hey, here are the shoots, like tag me but, or was it more of just like hoping that it was organic well there's been a lot of moments where i haven't been tagged but i've been grateful because they've been big artists sure, and sure but for those moments yeah i would mention when i'd send the pictures i'd say hey it would mean a lot if you could tag me and if they didn't i wasn't too bummed out about it because that's i'm not all about that stuff either i yeah. like i like i'm in it for the good photos like yeah. I, I like taking good work and posting and if they're nice enough, it's not really a big issue though yeah. with tagging. No, I'm yeah. just curious, I, and, I, and the reason I'm curious is because like when I look at this list of people, yeah, <laughs> I'm like, holy shit, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if yeah. Drake, if Drake's posting you and you get that tag, yeah, like especially for a creative, I know what that means. Yeah, you, you know, yeah. right? So I know you're not looking for it. Yeah, but at the same time what you get just from a little like what could take them two seconds yeah. to do yeah, yeah. It could change someone's whole life yeah. oh cute yeah, yeah. Huge. okay so then the tour Aubrey and the three Migos yeah that, talk, talk <laughs> to us about that that's, that's huge man that's huge man that was that I, I feel like everything in life is very it's like it's supposed to happen yeah. in yeah. a sequence because I remember a week before that tour, I was sitting down with my older brother, Mihaila, mm -hmm. and he's also a creative. He's a creative director for Lil Yachty, Migos, Party oh, Next Door. So he's kind of in the same field, and we always talk and bounce ideas off each other. So he was telling me, he's like, you know what? The next step for you, you really got to try and get on a tour because you're a music photographer, and you need to experience that and get exposure. And a week later, um, Roy Woods' team, they pulled me aside, and they're like, listen, uh, Drake's tour is coming up. Do you want to go? It's a couple of days away. I know it's short of notice. I didn't even flinch. I'm like, I'm, I <laughs> yeah, dropped everything. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going. Yeah. I don't care. Um, I told my mom. My mom, she's very supportive, my mom and dad. And they said, yeah, go. And it, I just went. The first show was in Detroit. And yeah, like, do you want me to go in depth? Yeah, no, get into it, man. I'm curious. Uh, I'm curious, bro. Experience more, yeah. right? And uh, how, it, how it kind of changed where you are today, because I'm sure it did. I think that was the biggest milestone for me, because 
once I got there, I knew just how serious the music industry is and how serious Drake takes his work and how th- it's not a joke. Like yeah. people think it's just oh, drop a song, but the way it's like when you're on tour, it's one big family. And no matter if you don't know Jake, you're still on his tour. So you need to, you're like his family, basically. Like you need to support him and do that. So I got there in Detroit. The flight was like 45 minutes an hour and the show was the same day. So I got to the hotel um, and then we went straight to the Little Caesars Arena in Detroit. So we took like a private truck there because Roy was performing. So he was opening up. And the first night, I didn't shoot a lot because I didn't know what to do. I didn't know if I could take pictures of Drake or take pictures of Migos. I was just strictly focused on Roy's opening set. So I took my phone out when Drake was performing. I took a picture and I edited it and I posted and tagged him. And I went to bed that night and he posted it. So the first picture. From your phone. Yeah. Come on. Come on. So the first picture I posted on the Twitter, it was one picture. I didn't even take a lot. I just took one. I posted it. And um, I woke up and everyone's like, Jay posted. They like he didn't he That's didn't tag crazy. me, but it was I didn't care. I don't. Oh, I, it doesn't probably, matter. Yeah, it was meant the world to me because I'm like, and then that motivated me for the whole tour. I'm like, okay, now I'm gonna really step it up and yeah. take good photos. So, yeah, after that. We had uh, Chicago, so I got to see some of like the best arenas. I was gonna say you got to like travel like a pretty decent yeah. amount. Then um, I went to Chicago, um, Arizona, Los Angeles for two weeks because there was six shows yeah, there and they were yeah. all sold out. Yeah, yeah lots sick. of places. It was it was it was the best experience of my life. And so, so yeah. how, how long how long were you on that tour for? How long did that? Go um, for? I'd say August until November. I was Ooh, on the tour, so shit. a long time. Okay. But I came home. Bec- yeah. I came home for a bit and went back because yeah. there was some Toronto shows. Yeah. True, true, so, true, yeah. true. Fuck, were you yeah. a bit nervous for that when you got the call? <laughs> yeah. or oh what? yeah, I was so nervous. <laughs> yeah, I was, yeah, I was, yeah. I, that was, I was, I knew that that those are one of those moments you know in life when you know you have to step it up. Yeah, it's make not a break a, type exactly. Thing. Yeah, exactly. And so and so you were there, and basically, uh, you know, now now you have this opportunity, you know, not only to shoot the people on the tour, but I know that Drake brought out a ton of different people oh, everywhere he went, right? Yeah. And so now you're probably just like, okay, shit, now I have opportunity to shoot all these guys, Oh, right? it was, yeah. It was very overwhelming. You'd be walking backstage and you see Travis Scott walk by you, Jake walk by you, and you just, Migos walk by you, and they're just chilling. Yeah. And you don't know, you. I know how to act because I've been in this industry, and but I'm just imagining like, you're not going to get this moment ever yeah. again. Oh man, pe- people, you know, would, would kill someone for that. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's huge. Did you ever like, just out of curiosity, did you ever get a chance to like, actually interact with Drake? Uh, well, not necessarily because he was very um, secluded in his own spot. And then Roy had his own spot and Migos had his own spot. Okay. But like the opportunities are all there. Like you see everyone walking by, but not not to that point where it was like, hey, like how are and you? And you want to be respectful, obviously. That's why. Yeah. I wanted to keep it professional and respectful. Yeah. One day, hopefully, like my dream is to work with him you yeah, know, on a personal level. Bro, I, I I see it in the books for you, man. Yeah, Straight up. I just want to get into more even like the present day stuff. So this has happened now. And, and what are you doing now on a day-to-day? Who are you working with now on a day-to-day? So my day-to-day looks like um, I have clients and I have photo shoots and then video shoots. So, for example, tomorrow I have a video shoot. Um, it's a label video shoot. So that requires like... I need to set aside like two, three days to just focus on that for the set. And then Monday I have a photo shoot. So my day-to-day is like photo-based, video-based meetings Preparing at labels. Yes. So yeah. stuff like that. It's been very busy, obviously, since COVID starting to settle down. For sure. So, and then yeah. and then now from like an online perspective. So, okay, like even when, you know, COVID was kind of in its peak and everyone was sort of weird about it. 
were you still online posting often? Like what, like what was your way of sort of staying relevant during those times? Like when you couldn't get out and do a shoot, you know? Well, that's the thing I was telling people two things. The music industry wasn't sleeping during COVID. It was actually Facts. booming. So we were busy. We had to do shoots. We shot the to me video for Roy Woods in, in quarantine at his okay. house. We oh, had, yeah? yeah, it was very limited closed set because obviously COVID it was me, him and the video guy. And we shot that all in one house. And I think it's one of my best work to be honest. Yeah, I man. like that video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll so, drop yeah. a clip of it too. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. drop a clip of it too for okay. the. We'll grab a clip video. in there, but also what I want to talk about is the photo book. Yeah, this is actually when I started seeing you online. Okay, uh, was when the whole photo book thing was going on. Oh, amazing! I think you had a like you you had like an event around yes, it. Yes, I did. Right? Yes, okay. I did. That that was when I started to see you online. This oh, was like when, how long ago was two that? Years like, ago. Two years two, ago. Two, three years yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah. So may, maybe talk a little bit about that because I'm curious to know a little more about that. Okay, so once again, like back to my older brother, he, it was his idea. He's like, listen, he always says he always has a. We always have like a every six months we have like a meeting kind of out of the house, and we're like, okay, you got to do something new. It's time to step it up. Yeah, and he's like, let's do a book. And I wasn't even that big at this was before the tour. Mm -hmm. So I was like, you know what? Yeah, I can do a book. So the process of doing that is there's obviously um, you have to get everyone's permission in the book to post them because like to like sell. Yeah, of course. So there was a process of asking all because I was very tight with the management of a lot of the artists that are in the book. So I just said like like getting all that done, like, hey, can they be in the book? Is it cool? It was cool with everyone. I ran through all that and then that's when i could start putting the images in and setting it so it took six months i'd say january to june okay to get it done on adobe indesign we did it yeah and then it took two weeks to print and then i launched it in july yeah i'd say so yeah so yeah that's that this is this is a funny story so that's when i learned about marketing for the first time because that was my first product so i was like i didn't know i thought i could just launch it so mm-hmm. one day I just launched it. I had the first night I had like two sales <laughs> because no, because it was, I was so lost. I'm like, okay, photo book out now. I didn't even, I don't think I even linked to where to <laughs> yeah, buy yeah, it. Yeah. I knew nothing. <laughs> okay. So what I did was I took a month or two to actually learn about Instagram marketing and marketing myself. And I was like, Hey, I got to sell this book. How am mm-hmm. I going to get, it? I had 500 to a thousand copies. And then I felt like, then I went away on tour in August. So it was kind of like standstill. Yeah. But um, I was still studying how to sell it and stuff. And then I started marketing it well. I launched a website for it. And then I started posting swipe ups on Instagram. I was marketing it every day. But I felt like when I went on Twitter, I got a lot of fans and it sold out after that. Yeah, of course. So of course. yeah, that's always going to be a big thing. Yeah. No, I so think you took it upon yourself to kind of learn that marketing side of it. Yes, 100%. Huge, man. That's, that's, yeah. that's amazing. It's very impressive. Because yeah. a lot of people as creatives, they'll just stay a creative, right? And, and they won't really want to get out of that circle and learn something else that they'll, they're going to need. Yes. Right. A lot of the creatives that we come across nowadays is just, they, they don't know the business or marketing side, 100%. Which, which is going to hurt yeah. them. Right. Yeah. And, and it's important. They know, and it's great that you actually did that. You took it on yeah. yourself and did that. Yeah. A lot of books and a lot of YouTube videos. I yeah. did Gary V. If you know him. Yeah. 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 Oh, we love yeah. him. We love him. Here. I, he actually pushed me. Like I'd watch his videos. And he's like, what are you doing? Like yeah. sitting down. I'm like, yeah, he's so right. I got <laughs> 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 yeah, He just exactly. makes you feel stupid. For exactly. Not <laughs> Exactly. Like, right. <laughs> no, he's huge. Stuff. I have all his, his two books that he launched. I read those and I strongly recommend those books. Yeah. Yeah. The yellow one, Clutching It, the big yes. one, yes. I read that 
front to back and mm-hmm. I, that's what taught me a lot wow. yeah it's helped me a lot i, I want to get actually more into the business side of uh, photography okay because i think there's a lot of uh, you know a knowledge that you might have that you can pass on to people but maybe maybe if you just want to go into the basics of it and sort of you know let's say a, a photographer they, they have a good following on the gram you know they're doing a lot of work you know paid or not paid like what kind of recommendation, what would you tell them to do and focus on in terms of business and how to grow that and, you know, get to bigger gigs and start to working with bigger people or, you know, whatever that scenario the is. Best, the best advice I have, I'm happy you asked this. Actually, I wanted to talk about this, is just you got to be, uh, like, humble. You know what I mean? Don't be about, like, people are very, like, they get mad when someone doesn't respect the budget and I get that, but be open to negotiating as well because, um, when when someone comes to you and they say, "Hey, like this is my budget," let's set an example. Like hypothetically, it's five hundred, and um, your budget's six hundred, and some people will be like, oh, "I'm not going to do it because of that one hundred. You should do it because you're a freelancer, and you should respect that person. They'll respect you back because at the end of the day, you're going to get the five hundred and do the photo shoot if that makes sense. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. be open to like other people's. Obviously, yeah, to a certain extent, like respect your own budget and know your worth if someone doesn't respect it i understand that but people are very hard-headed in this industry yes. and they don't succeed doing that they're very stubborn and they don't like that's what i don't like i'm very um open easygoing and i like to like you have to build your relationships yes yeah, people are gonna respect you the, the way we see it too and and we've we've had this happen you know to us and to our clients is the same type of thing where it's like you know we're off just by a small number here right yeah. so it's like why not like let's just kind of make it work and i think it'll benefit everybody at the end of the day you get paid and maybe it's not what you wanted but it's close exactly and at the same time you get to build this content for yourself exactly. you're just growing your portfolio exactly. there's right? more there's more benefits that come from it than just money right like, and, and you get that one job you know what they might be really happy and hire you again or yes. someone else saw it and now you have content for yourself you have 100%. more of a case study right you have 100%. more of a resume so i guess you got to look at it in that sense right and, and when did you start looking at it like that when so when i started looking at that was when i would have labels approach me and when i would have freelance artists approach me so you got to understand freelancers don't have the money that labels have yeah. so labels when you name a place they'll be like at most of the time they'll respect your price and they can meet that because they're a label the artist isn't paying you the label is but when a freelancer comes to you and say hey listen money's tight this is my budget but i want to work with you very badly that's respectful and you should yeah. you should respect them and try and meet in the middle and negotiate don't be like no i'm better i'm better than you i'm yeah. bigger don't ever like yeah. i don't i don't recommend doing that's that. the thing too because i feel like even as a creative like there also sh- should be like a sort of some gratitude where you're like oh shit this person like likes my work enough to want to work with me exactly you see what i mean it may, it may be like the yeah. budget's not there but hey like let's make it work because this guy really respects what i do right? exactly and obviously you know you know in your business aside from business it is an art as well right yeah so for someone to respect your art at that level right is yeah. huge and then you know now bounce that back to like drake posting your art like that's yeah. fucking crazy yeah. right so there's really nothing better exactly but no i think that's huge man and then yeah, it's really in your mindset of how you're doing it right like even that photo you took of drake with your phone yeah and posted it yeah you, you did it out of the genuine good of exactly your heart, exactly right? you weren't doing it to do like oh like maybe drake will do it or maybe exactly because if you thought that way you wouldn't ever never took the picture in the first exactly place, right so it's 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 really good that you have that mindset man and i think yeah. a lot of people can learn from that yeah so i'm curious to know outside of music uh music photography and videography is there anything else that you've done that you feel is significant or anything that you'd like to do um so outside of like even music video yeah 
Um, like any types of any types of other work, any types of uh, like I even don't different know. industries. Or yeah, anything. yeah. Actually, you know what? I I love movies. I love cinema. So I yeah. want to be on set of movies one day. Going oh. back to Visionelli, he was on set of Black Panther, and that yeah. inspired me. But he's you know he's been on set for Star Wars too. Crazy. So I want to do behind the scenes for the movies mm-hmm. one day. That's my dream. That Crazy. I feel like that would be a huge step. I've actually reached out. I reached out to Netflix to do Stranger Things, BTS, stuff like that. I've wow. I've shoot I've shot for the stars. I like that. I like that. <laughs> well you've seen it work in the past, so you're gonna keep doing exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> no, that's why I do it. Yeah. And, but, and you have the resume to back it up. Yeah, and people have gone back to me, they've said, Hey, like here's the contact for that and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So it you never know what could happen, yeah, man. You never know who's looking for BTS. So, so if Netflix hits you back and says, Hey, come shoot bts yeah but you gotta like fly yourself out let's say i would do it yeah yeah <laughs> i have the passion to do it yeah so i don't mind do it. yeah of no, course man, yeah that's crazy bro that's crazy <laughs> hey bro i hope it happens for you but yeah. um also the 80 glam album cover oh i thought yeah. that was really dope yeah thank you that was like some really sick work when yeah. i seen that come out I, I initially i didn't know it was from you yeah but that's a classic album. yeah man huge huge talk to me about that because i yeah. feel like that was some like pretty intricate work i feel like maybe you haven't done anything like it yeah or had done anything like it so that i've known derek and drew since they were derek and drew not 88 <laughs> yeah, glam yeah, so cool. uh i was close closer with well, I'm close with both of them, but Derek, I did his first album cover in Glorious in LA. Yes. So we had that relationship already going into like creative stuff. So he hit me one day, he called me at like 11 a.m. and he's like, listen, like we need to do this album cover tonight. Do you want to do it? Do you want to shoot it? And I said, yeah. And we went to a gas station. It wasn't even like set up as planned. Like we just, Crazy. we had to set it up how we wanted it. Yeah. And then once it came out, I feel like everyone loved that. Oh, I'm not even man, being amazing. biased no, about it. People, no, people like that album crazy, cover. Crazy, yeah. With the dogs, and yeah, the whip. yeah. It was oh, right, that, it was right that on brand was good with, the, too, yeah. with, the, with the album. It was yeah. right on brand with yeah. the music. Like, it, it fit perfectly. Yeah. What? Um, I, I mean, fuck. That's uh, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <Crazy>. <laughs> I went. I went to elementary school with Derek. Actually. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah wow. Small world. Yeah. So I seen him doing his thing too from from a little bit earlier too yeah yeah and, and he was always on queen street he loves yeah queen street up, up, yeah up and down and and man when when i seen that first that that album wasn't the first album but it was probably their best album for sure yeah yeah that, that cover art goes hard for them yeah man. that cover yeah really you, you know you know what i'm curious about because i i feel I, I you said it but also i can see like you're probably going from toronto to la a lot what is it like in terms of i feel like the creatives are sort of on a different level in la i feel like when you're a creative that's like the goal like you want to go to la gotta get to la yeah and when i was in la on the tour like you see the difference even from the show on tour from at the scotia bank arena to uh staples center like the the vibe and energy is so different there Mm. it's i love la like it's the you know, I don't know if you yeah. guys have been there, I've but been, the vibe, yeah, I've never been. I've oh, been, the I've vibe been, is just yeah. it's amazing. You just want to live there. But Toronto has become like it's slowly becoming a very good place for yeah. the creatives. We have even like the weekend's creative director Lamar just opened up house, yeah. yes. which is a creative hub, and that's letting creatives you know work here and get opportunities here. So shout out to him because yeah, yeah. he's doing huge, something huge, amazing. Huge, huge. So yeah. Yeah, I feel like I feel like that I, I don't want to say that they're ahead in LA. We always talk about this, yeah. even just in our industry from a marketing standpoint, all the stuff that we do. They're like a little more ahead um 
in terms of just kind of making things happen and knowing, you know, what to do, what to focus on, yeah. right? But yeah. you're right. I think in 2016, 2017, that was where Toronto really took a huge jump. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Especially from a creative thing. Like, I think that was that was in it around the time when I sort of started to become familiar with you online and see okay. you online there. Yeah. And I think that was just huge. All these artists, like you were saying, like, yeah. come down. I, I think I booked to come down for a show. Oh, wow. We did a show at the club when <laughs> we they were, booked, like, brand We booked Ram Riddles for Bloke, too. We booked Ram Riddles. Wow. Uh, <laughs> we, we, were, we were trying to get... Um, 88 last was it last year oh, yeah, two years ha- ago for Halloween got Anders instead yeah, 80, yeah they were doing I think they were just busy with some yeah. stuff but yeah. we're trying to get them locked down for Halloween and, and that was a huge year for music in, in our city and, huge yeah. Yeah. and everyone was just trying to kind of take advantage of it and, and see the opportunity and obviously you did you know but yeah. I still think there's crazy opportunity here in Toronto right yeah and compared to LA and I think we're our own kind of LA you know and we're gonna yeah. keep growing and like I said we're a little bit behind in terms of I think yeah. the whole creative side of things and the marketing world um, so for an artist or, or anyone in the creative space to be in Toronto, I think it's a blessing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 100%. What, what I'm curious about is like, do you have a lot of creatives hitting you up? Just asking you questions, um, asking well, for like wisdom. Yeah. Yeah. Huge, yeah. huge. And you know what? I try my best or I'd say I apply to 99% of them because I know how it feels like to not know what's going on. And they ask me like, Hey, what should I charge? What should I, what, um, Hey, I want to do behind the scenes. Like, Hey, this guy hit me up. They always ask me for advice and I'm open to give it to them because if it's going to help them, why not? I feel like you have to give good energy into the will to get it back. Yeah. You know what? Especially with, uh, I, we can go back, especially with creators. I feel like there's a big ego thing. And yeah. it's just like, oh, I don't know. Like, and you I mentioned that you got to stay humble, right? Yeah. Exactly. So I had to stay humble. And, and you were in that position at one time. Yes. Right? Yeah. So we love giving people value all the time. Like whether it's from our own services, our own life experience, like we just yeah. put it out there. And if anyone DMs us, like you said, we'll respond to every single person exactly. and, and help them out because the world is huge, man. There's no, there's, exactly. that, that there's room for all of us. Exactly. Yeah. It's not your competition, right? You're exactly. on your own path. And that person messaging you, hopefully... They end up going to a point where they work with you. At exactly. One point, right. So yeah, it's it's kind of two different ways to look at it, and I think everyone's kind of starting to move more into the collaborative idea of it instead of being more greedy and saying I'm not going to give this person my advice or I'm not going to give them this connection or anything like that. Yeah. Right? Which is great because collaboration is what we where we're based on here too. Yeah. Right? And and I think it's huge. You have to work together, right? So yeah. Um, creatives that are listening. <laughs> You know, give give advice. You know, yeah. give value. Yeah. Tell yeah. people what mistake you made and how not to make it the next time. Right, like mm. those kind of things. Right, a hundred percent. Yeah, that's no, cool, man. And 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 I think yeah, it's just very important. Just for us, we always like try and say like kindness is the key. Yeah, you know what I mean. And that's with everything you do. And so that whether that's with giving some insight to another creative or working with someone's budget, that's a little law from you. Yeah, right? it goes a long way. Yeah, right. And, and I always say there's room for everybody to succeed. Just like you guys just mentioned, like. That's not. Don't always treat it as competition. Obviously, a little competition is what it's keeps healthy. you fueled. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but there's room for everyone to succeed. At the end of the day, the world's huge. There's so yeah. many opportunities. If you're selfish, you're not gonna succeed at all. Yeah, you 100%. won't. You won't get yeah. too far. So are, are, are you going to relocate to L.A. or what? Are we losing you here in Toronto? <laughs> <laughs> well, the dream, I want to move to L.A. So, yeah, yeah. I'm hoping by 2025. 20, I'm 22 now, so hopefully by 24 to 25, I'm in L.A. I definitely yeah, want to live there. He said he's 22, so. by the way. We should have probably started with that. but <laughs> <laughs> No, no, that's crazy, that's man. That's crazy. It's, a lot, it's definitely a lot to, you know take in at a young age too right and i think like maybe you can get into um sort of you know the toll it took with your friends or you kind of may probably left some friends at home you know left your family at home to go do some of this stuff so you know how did that take a toll on you and especially at that that young yeah age. that's yeah. I mean, it's so important at that age too it's a lot of the time when you're you know you're having these like memories with your closest friends yeah. and stuff like that so how, how did that take a toll well 
Italy helped me like learn how to live away from home. So the first night I got to Italy, it actually hit me. I'm like, uh, am I gonna be here for the rest of my? <laughs> I felt like I was in jail. Yeah. Like I got there and they just shut my door and like, okay, hey, yeah. go to bed. You have training at six a.m. Like Jeez. and I was like, I just remember not sleeping and I woke up and I'm like, what am I doing? I'm 16. I should be in high school. Yeah. Like and I was like, and then I just flipped it within like a couple hours. I'm like, okay, hey, I got to do this. This is my passion. So I just I like that's how I got used to living alone. Yeah. So going on the tour was nothing new to being away from home Fair. because that taught me. So past life experiences, you should take them as lessons and blessings. And and I and like how, how did like maybe your friends react? Like your friends from home? Like was it like we, was it kind of weird coming back or you know what was that scenario? Like? Um well, my friends are always supportive. Like my day one friends are supportive, but I, there was a lot of jealousy in high school when I went to Italy. That's normal. I don't normal. I don't yeah. mind I don't it's really part of it. Yeah, I don't, people no matter what that exactly. Is, feel that I don't pay any attention or pay any mind to people who are jealous because I just stay away from that. I don't like negative energy. Yeah, so, yeah, but um, that's always happened. It's happened in the creative industry. It's happened. A lot of people are going to be jealous of your success and talk because yeah. they're not. I feel like the people that talk the most do the less. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, least, yeah, the yeah least. exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. a big fact. I think we just said that this morning too. Didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> we did. We did. Yeah, we did. We had a little consu- uh, yeah. consulting meeting. And no matter what you do, that. there's going to be the people that love you, and there's going to be people that that hate on you, and, and exactly you're jealous and stuff. You just got to focus on the ones that love you. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And try and grow that. Exactly. Okay. So. Yeah. What's what are you what are you doing next that's going to be big that you can tell us about? Mm, uh, lots of music videos. Nice. Yeah. So music videos we've been focused on. We I just launched an agency Beautiful. and we have a videographer, we have a producer, we have BTS guys, we have assistants. So we're busy. We have four videos coming up. Sick. One I'm excited about. I can't give too much detail, but it's very big budget and very like I'm excited to release it. So dope, we're dope, just dope. yeah. We'll, we'll leave it at that. We'll yeah. get to it. But there's something <laughs> yeah. coming. There's something coming. Yeah. And then, and then I, uh, you told me you're doing a panel discussion. Yeah. Talk to me about that a little bit. Okay. So funny story about that. Panel was set for March 21st, I believe. That was a week before the pandemic hit. Yeah. So the yeah. pandemic started hitting. I was. I had sponsors. I had my school, Humber College. I graduated. They backed me up, sponsored wow. it, put money into it. I had um, sweets from the other uh, vegan baking company. Yeah, yeah, they put them. money into it. Red Bull. Yeah. Um, lots of sponsorships. We were all ready to go. We had 300 ticket sales. It was at Contraband Boutique. Wow. It was yes. set for that cool. place in Yorkville. So it was going to be amazing. And then people started hitting me up. They're like, hey, the COVID. Like, what's yeah. going on? Yeah. I'm like, no, it's okay. It's going to pass over in a week. Six months later. Days started passing by and people are like, hey, like, I'm not coming like, because this is going on. I'm like, okay. I started checking the news because I don't watch the news. My mom's like, check the news. Like, you're not having an event. Yeah. So I postponed it. And six months later, I'm aiming for 2021. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, but it's, it's, happening. it's happening. It's not canceled. Yeah. I talked to everyone. The sponsorships are on board. The location's waiting. So we're just waiting for the regulations and hopefully like... To clear up. Yeah. yeah God yeah. willing, everything becomes... Everyone's healthy and we and, can do it. And what's the goal for that? What what what, what are you trying to get out of the, the, the panel discussion? If someone wants to come, what are they getting from it? So the panel is strictly for knowledge and just exactly like what we're doing now. Just talking knowledge and talking about past experiences because... I also lined up um, Kid Studios behind the scenes photographer and the former Toronto Raptors, now MLB Blue Jays photographer to open up Keyshawn? the discussion. Keyshawn, yeah, yes. great guy. Great yeah, guy. he's Shout amazing. Out. Yeah, so 
it was very knowledgeable for the photographers. People were excited. It was people were flying in from Arizona, LA, New York. Come on. So their tickets all got postponed. Come on. Yeah. So it's been it was heartbreaking because of COVID. That was the one thing that COVID destroyed. Yeah. yeah. But a lo- I feel like it destroyed a lot of things. <laughs> oh, it destroyed a lot. It destroyed a lot. But yeah, especially like we're, you know, those events. Like that, that's that's the shitty part about it. You just can't really be with people and too many exactly. of them, right? But we make it happen. Exactly. It's coming exactly. back. Yeah, twenty twenty one or hopefully sooner. I don't know. Yeah. Hey. But yeah. Do you want to do more of this than just one, or are you going to take it how it goes? Like, those panels are really they're really informative and a lot of people yeah. love those like you, you have 15 year old photographers that are coming yeah. out and asking you questions right that's something that I feel like you can do ongoing yeah so one also a dream of mine is to tour the world one day on my own tour because I feel yes. like that would be huge like I know music guys artists do world tours but highly actually the weekends photographer he yep. did a tour for um, I don't know if he ended up doing it but he announced it he put his art gallery in New York and LA or yeah. something I believe and I want to do that I want to do an art gallery the panel where I go to New York and talk or yeah, show man. my work you can show your work and talk you do exactly. both just, that's, that's crazy yeah. that'd be really cool you, you have the backing game. for it you have the backing yeah. for it you have the resume and I think a lot of there's a lot a lot of creatives that can learn from you and your yeah. experiences right the yeah. ups and downs the whole thing top yeah. to bottom but we, uh, we, we tend to ask all of our uh, all of our guests on here our podcast is called the Money Buys Happiness Podcast. Okay. Uh, a lot of people maybe wouldn't agree with the statement. <laughs> we have a certain, uh, you know, uh, way that we see it. But uh, what do you th- what do you think about the name? What, what what do you think about when you hear that? Um, I like the name. <laughs> uh, I love the name <laughs> because you. obviously, yeah, if you have money, you're gonna be happy. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I'll take a quote from Travis Scott here. I was actually just reading something about him. He said money i don't know he said something about something positive about money i can't don't call me on this something about i don't know that it helps you and it helps your family and stuff like that so yeah money to a certain extent does it it gives you happiness it gives you freedom so yeah but money isn't everything is what i'll say of course so there's more important things like yeah it's important what you said their freedom yeah that's the big thing yeah giving you and your family and your good friends freedom 100 percent. yeah listen man it's been a it's been a slice. Yes, yeah. sir. It's been an absolute slice. We're excited to get this one. We're gonna probably gonna push you ahead a little bit. Okay, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Where yeah, can everyone where can everyone find you online? Yeah, um, yeah. So Instagram probably the ninety seven at the ninety seven. I post all my stuff on there and Beautiful. Twitter too. I have Twitter nice. at the underscore ninety seven underscore. But yeah, Twitter and Insta. I post mostly my work there. Cool, cool. and so your new yeah. agency as well. Yeah, 97 Collective. So we just started that Instagram, and we're going to post all our video content on there. I started seeing some of it, yeah. too. It looks dope, man. So thank you. Thank Good, you. Man. We're thank excited. You. We're yeah. excited to see you grow, man. Is yeah. it, you know, the sky's the limit for you. Uh, <laughs> was it LA 25? Yeah, it's so, 25, yeah, LA. Man, in the hills, hopefully. Years, hey, we'll man. do another podcast when we get Yeah, out. yeah. <laughs> exactly. That. Listen, man, I appreciate you coming right. out. Yeah, and, thanks uh, for having me. Yeah, no problem, bro. Yeah, pleasure, pleasure. Yeah, thank you. Dope.